Big part of Sporting Goss is our coverage of the WFL competition. And this week, well, the rounds continue. And it is at the Fremantle Community Bank Stadium where the West Coast Eagles Waffle take on South Fremantle, who are coming off a disappointing performance against Perth. They'll be ready to bounce back. The captain of the West Coast Eagles is Hamish Brasher, and he joins us in the studio. Thanks for joining us. Goss, thanks for having me. You're going to get the Bulldogs on the rebound. Yes, unfortunately we are. It's uh, it's the way we've been sort of going recently. We, um, but no, they they had a uh, Perth were very good on the weekend. I thought I watched a bit of the game, um, or sorry, listened to a bit of the game, and they were great. Um, and spoke, speaking to a few of the boys afterwards, they really sort of just jumped them. And I think, unfortunately for us, South Free, I'll be looking to go and ready to bounce back. But. Uh, yeah, we'll see how we go. It is a tough caper being in the West Coast Eagles waffle team. And, and for that very reason, that you're reliant on the injuries at the top level. Yep. We did see the return of a couple of players on the weekend. It was yep. very much a headline act in, in Elliot Yo, yes. Barty, Hutch yep. was back. And, and do you is it a really tough situation to be in as the captain of a team where it's a, a revolving door? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's great to have those guys come back. And I mean... Watching Yowie on the weekend, he was only out there for 60-odd minutes, but you know when he's out there, you can really notice that he's a the premiership-quality player, and same with the other two, Hutch and Vards. Um, but it is. It's just so ever-changing. You get guys who get injured at AFL level and you know will take one of our blokes to then go up and play, but now with the medical sub, you'd lose another one, and then with the travelling emergency, we've been unlucky in the sense that we haven't had many... We've we've either played Saturday or Sunday. We hopefully in a couple of weeks we're going to have a Thursday night game against Richmond that we should have our travellers back for. But we've been two or three each time. Blokes will travel under injury cloud, which means there's another one that goes. And we completely understand it. All the boys that sign up for our waffle side know that that's you know that's what they sign up for. But it's um it has it it's hurt us a little bit to the start of the year. And how do you go on the criticism? And you know, let's just say there's some media criticism and there's some social media criticism about oh, you know, they've got to be better than this. They're the easy beats and. And this, that, and the other. And you're a very proud young man who uh, is captain of this football team, who has played at AFL and been on the list for a couple of years as well. How do you take the criticism of the format of what the West Coast Eagles have and how the results that they produce? Well, I mean, yeah, the criticism's there and you can't knock it. We haven't won a game. We've been beaten by sort of 50 points every week. So you can understand that the criticism's coming. I think a lot of that criticism is a bit naive in the sense that they don't understand the restrictions and the rules that have been put on us. Um, the but, way they, but these are not excuses. No, no, not excuses at all. I mean, we, 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 we've been poor. We haven't played at anywhere near what we think we should be playing. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you have, to deal, you have to deal with the criticism. It's there. Uh, I still think we've got a ways to go in... Um, in our level of performance, the way we go with our ammo boys connecting with our waffle players, connecting with the AFL boys. So I think it's, it's still a bit of time to gel. We've, we've missed all of last year and a lot of our guys didn't even play footy. So, mm. I mean, we've, we've, we've got a young list. We've got a couple of guys that are just, you know, playing, haven't played over 10 league games. So it's, it's, it's going to take a while. But, I mean, there is noted, duly noted criticism, but it's, um, you know, I think we'll, we'll get past that. John Townsend, Springer Townsend, who, um, I don't know, he seems to have the West Coast Eagles in the in these sites yeah. at every available moment. He had a little quip uh, with a tweet the other day, which I responded to, and he yep. said 12 AFL. And I said, I oh, was at the 12 AFL where four players have never played AFL. Yeah. One played two games and one was a medical sub. And then he, took, then he pulled out the premiership players. They had three premiership players, which is a fair stat in yep. itself. Yep. But it just seems as though everyone says, oh, well, if you're on an AFL list, you're a super waffle player. But that's not the case. Well, I mean, for example, Zane True, and he's come from Swan Districts. He, was, he is going to be a very, very good player, I, I believe, anyway. Um, but he's played this is you know he's played five league games of waffle footy. So, I mean, you can't he, – he's going to be good. He's going to be a phenomenal player. But in round – I mean, round two I use as an example. We played West Perth, and Aaron Black was playing his 200th game, and the, 
crit- the, the expectations that people put on I'm using Truy as an example just because he's a young fella but like you can't expect him to go up and he you know he'll have his moments where he plays well in the game but 200 uh, waffle games versus four albeit you're on an AFL list you know you're he's an 18 year old kid so I think they've just put all the weight of oh you're on a West Coast Eagles list and and it is added pressure that is comes with being drafted but they um yeah I think it's un Unfair, a little bit unfair at times. What's the dissection of a performance? Get, tell, get our listeners an idea. What, how, how does the uh, the Eagles waffle team dissect the performance? And you played against East Perth the other day, and yep. you're okay. You got blown away towards the end. Yep. I don't know. I don't know what happened. East Perth, who probably almost should have beaten South Fremantle the previous game as well. So mm-hmm. they're not. Albeit that was their first win. They're not the worst team in the competition. But how do you dissect it as a group? Do you have a leadership meeting? Do you have the coaches meeting? Do the ammo's boys get involved in the sort of in the evaluation of a performance? How does it all work? Well, the way we've been sort of viewing it as for the first block of this season, we try and you do try and take away positives because we are a young team that's still learning the structure. I said before, a lot of blokes missed an entire season of footy last year, so just getting back into it. We try and view the positives. This week was a bit different. We sort of we highlighted a few key fundamental errors. We're still growing as a team. We're still learning. Um, so we just we break down. Look, this is what we're doing well. We take sections of our best football, and you know we match it. Every in, in parts of every game this year, we've we've matched it. We just can't do that for four quarters, and we haven't been able to do that for four quarters. But we highlight, especially this week, we've highlighted perform- the parts of the game where it'll be one missed handball or one missed kick. Um, that just comes from lack of, you know, or not a lack of skill, but just a lack of preparation, lack of, you know, we're mm. fatigued and stuff like that. Concentration. Yeah, correct. And, I mean, once we get that, once you identify that and say, oh, you know, that missed handball, albeit it's, it's you know, it might be a little skill, but against any waffle team, they just they just bounce us and kick goals. And we're not at a level where we can defend behind that well enough yet. So we focus on the fundamental skills that we, where we, that we miss and bringing awareness to that, hopefully, you know, in coming weeks, will teach blokes that oh, you know, you have to take as much pride in every kick as you do. You always need to take hundred percent pride in every skill, and you can't miss because otherwise, we're just going to get bounced. Are you seeing some improvement in your ammo boys as well each and every week that yeah, they come out? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, if you, I take Perth as the round one exclusion. Sort of the last four week blocks, we've played four games since then. I think in West Perth, against West Perth, West Perth, we were dreadful. We had. We weren't in it for any of the game. Four quarters, we were nowhere. Yanship can do that. Too. Yep, <laughs> it can. It's <laughs> uh, a long trip. Yeah, Swan Districts the next week, we weren't in it for three quarters. And then the last quarter, we yeah. sort of got some stuff together and played some really good footy. Uh, and then it was Peel the next week. Two quarter, half a footy, we were sort of hanging around and then they blew us apart. And then, you know, East Perth, we were in it. For, I thought it was three goals down at three-quarter time and I thought we were in it and then, you know, they blew us apart. So each week... You know, just looking at it, I think we're getting better every week. We're building towards a four-quarter game. We might not win, but we, you know, we we want to get to a point where we're competitive for four quarters, and we want to show a brand of footy that can hold up over four quarters, win, lose, or draw. Um, at half time, um, in the game against East Perth, there was a lot of push and shove and jumpers being ripped. Yep. Um, you flew the flag. Did you think you have to as the captain, or do you do you have do you have absolute reason to get involved? Oh, I mean, I I don't like anyone. Sort of push and shoving anyone from my team, whether it, I'm the captain or you know if I if I played my first game against St Kilda, if something had gone on there, albeit I might have been a little bit scared, I would have just got in. But um, you know, I I like I like to think that I'll stand up for my mates on in um, in that sort of game. Jordan Busher was the one that um, got Shane Hilly late, and um, you know he was an East, East 
ex-East Perth player, so I knew there was going to be a little bit of fire, so I had to get in there, and um, I think it was a one week down to a reprimand in the end for a few of us. But, uh, oh, man, that's just the way it goes. That's just footy. You've got to stand up for your mates, fly the flag where possible. Stan Wright was a target, of course, who lives <coughs> with uh, a good mate of yours. Yeah, Rothy out there. He's uh, <laughs> No, we so we played, and the funny thing is we played with a lot of those boys you know, the alignment was only three years ago, four mm. years ago. So, mm. I mean, I played my first year at West Coast with a lot of those boys. So it's funny you get in and you're sort of throwing jumpers and then it's, <laughs> oh, hey, Stan, how are you? <laughs> Jango Jango, what's going on, man? Nice to see you. I haven't seen He's you He's a, a big unit, isn't he? Well, yeah, that's the thing. So I saw Bush got hit and I saw uh, and I saw Stan running straight in and I thought, geez, all right, I, no, that's not a bad one to do. I can, I'll can i go try to toe with Stan, run in. Next thing I know, I've got a Jango Jango on one hand and, and Nick Robinson on the other hand. I'm like, geez, there's a, that's a – Couple of big boys going yeah, at it, but yeah, no, it was. Uh, yeah, you just say that's the way footy is sometimes. All right, so um, let's just uh, in just in summary, let's. I want to get your uh, view, opinions of these games. Subiaco are playing uh, Peel Thunder. This is sad that lead of a oval. You obviously um, you haven't played Subi yet, have you? No, we missed them. We had the buy uh, that uh, the. It's coming up COVID, later because it's now break, been moved. Yeah, yeah. COVID break. okay, but you have played Peel. Um, yep. Is it going to be tough for Peel to beat Subi? Well, Subi bounced back this year. I mean, I I, I said at the start of the year that I think um, they'll make the grand final. I thought. They had an uncharacteristic season last year. They've bounced back and they're playing some really good footy. We played Peel. Peel at their best are very, very good. Mm. I mean, they've got some really good young kids. They've got that blend of the AFL talent with their waffle guys, and a few, most, a lot of their waffle guys, a few of their waffle guys have played AFL footy. So they've got some really strong leaders down there. They were very good. Um, I think if Peel can play the way they played against us against Subi, they'll, it'll be a, it'll be a tight game. So I'm going to have to I'll tip Peel. Okay, Claremont at home. Uh, they're taking on East Perth. Uh, Claremont. All right. Um, need second thoughts on that? No, no we're good. Uh, just a reminder also that SEN Radio is covering the Subiaco Peel Thunder game. Um, obviously, we'll, we'll skip our game for the time being, your game, should I say. Steel Blue Oval, Swan Districts and East Shremantle. Um We spoke to Sam Fisher and he said, you know, East Shremantle always going to be hard to beat, but it is at Bassendine. I have personally never won out there, so I have to tip Swan Districts. <laughs> Every time we've – in 2019 we played them and they'd won – I think they won three games of the year and two of them were against us at Bassendine. So – they uh, they got something special out there. I'll go with them. Provident Financial Oval, West Perth take on Perth, and we saw Perth bounce back. And, and I would imagine, and I've got a very a good message from a mad, knowledgeable, crazy demon supporter. Said, watch out in the next four or five weeks. In the next sorry, three or four weeks, they're going to get all their stars back, and they are going to be very hard to beat. They're going to come hard. Well, I was talking to uh, an inside source, uh, ex co captain Fraser McInnes, the other day, and uh, I think they've got twenty one. Injuries or something, just ludicrous amount of blokes. Right from, the, right from the first game yeah, against you. I know. Well, they had Josh Smith and Fraze go down in that first game, so they had a few. Um, and he said, yeah, the uh, the boys are back in town in about three or four weeks, he reckons. But uh, just for this week, given the uh, the weight of injuries, I think West Perth. And let's just briefly touch on you. What do you got to do right? What's the one thing that, you know, you, you have to do right at West Coast Eagles to be competitive against South Fremantle and, um, and come away and go, win, lose or draw, we cracked in? I think so. It starts for us with the contest. I mean, if we can if we can win or half our midfield battle, then you know we, we can't. There was the games at the start of the year. West Perth was the key example. We had no midfield pressure on, and it just makes like you can be the best defender in the world, but if if, if you've got blokes streaming out of the midfield with no pressure, you're not going to be able to defend it. So we've got to put pressure on the contest at the start, um, and then if we can, you know, win or half a couple of forward half contests. We've with scoring's been our main issue, like. We've had we kicked three goals on the weekend. If we can turn, you know, if we can turn that into six, seven, eight, nine, then we can start to you know put a bit of pressure on and be competitive. So I think winning the contest in the midfield to put take pressure off the backs, and then you know we got to start hitting the scoreboard. Now, of course, uh, you do work at West Coast as well yep. as well as being captain of the Waffle Team, and you also do the Coast to Coast podcast. 
And Money Bags will be uh, on it, of course. Fresh, your mate, yep. Oscar Allen. Uh, he's signed a new deal. So is there a little snip there for us? I mean, is he going to bring in coffee? Or? Yeah, I don't know. I think, well, we'd record the podcast around lunchtime. So if, uh, if you're listening, I was a little hammer cheese toast. He wouldn't go astray. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's a, great, it's a great get, isn't it, for, for, for him and for West Coast. There was a lot of murmurs. I don't think he was going anywhere. He certainly didn't intimate, and I'm a bit disappointed, that he didn't break the news on Coast to Coast. Well, I mean, we were meant to film it. For those uh, little inside knowledge, we were meant to record it yesterday, uh, and Aussie's come through saying, look, I've got a pretty busy schedule today. Any chance we can re- uh, redo tomorrow? I thought, yeah, no worries, mate. But then uh, at about 1 o'clock, the, the news <laughs> broke. So... I am a little bit disappointed he didn't drop it on the podcast. That could have bumped the ratings up a little bit. But, exactly. uh, yeah, a great get for the club. He's he's 48 games in and he's um, he's playing like a, you know, he's in probably all Australian squad contention, I would have thought, at this part of the year. He's really playing some good footy. Works so well with the two big blokes we got down there. He's a um, he's going to be a great player for a long time. And what's your role at West Coast when you're not captain of the West Coast Waffle? I'm doing a bit of stuff with our community team. So I work uh, two days a week in the community department. I work with our Natanui Academy. I do stuff with the town of Vic Park out there. Actually, just come. We did walking footy this morning for 55 plus. Uh, cool. So we, had, we had 16 odd go- old uh, old fellas down there. <laughs> had to run around, had a kick, went upstairs and had a coffee afterwards. So they loved it. So just engaging the community, and then uh, and then we work with our young Indigenous and multicultural kids with our Natanui Academy. Absolutely. And speaking of Indigenous, of course, it is uh, the Sir Doug Nichols round over the next couple of weeks. Yes. Um, Loving the jumper, loving the jumper, what they've done with, with, with West Coast. In fact, all of them are great, love West Coast and certainly loving Fremantle as well. They look fantastic. Yeah, I had a look at Frio's the other day. That was great. We unveiled our one in the staff meeting um, yesterday morning Brilliant. and they look, yeah, they look really, really good. I mean, I get impressed every year. West Coast do, I think, do a, you know, more, more often than not do a really, really good Indigenous jumper. But every year I, it seems to just improve and I um, yeah, am very much looking forward to seeing the boys run around in it. Appreciate you coming in. We might want to chat a bit more often. You're across the whole waffle competition and all things footy, and we'll hear you on Coast to Coast. Beautiful. Thanks for having me, guys. Hammer Rayshaw, he is a big part of the West Coast Eagles Football Club on and off the field, and we appreciate him coming in. Just a reminder that SEN will be covering the Subiaco Peel Thunder game at Leaderville Oval at 2.10 on Saturday. And if you're an Eagles fan, get down to Fremantle Community Bank Stadium and watch them take on the mighty Fighting Bulldogs. This is Sporting Goss.